What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. Hey, John Lim here. We've got a great episode. I'm really excited. We're moving forward today with Madeline Sklar. She's a Twitter marketing pro, host of the Twitter Smarter Chat, which is every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Follow the hashtag Twitter Smarter and also hosts the Twitter Smarter podcast with Madeline Sklar. How are you today? Oh, I'm so great. Thanks for inviting me, John. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's an honor to have you on the show. We have some great connections in common. And speaking of Twitter, that's where you and I connected. So super excited to have you on the show, Madeline. So I would love for you to tell our listeners how you became a Twitter marketing expert and how you got into this whole world of social media. Well, gosh, I've been doing it for a really long time. I've uh, been a digital marketer for the past 22 years, believe it or not. (laughs) A long time back in the early days when internet was new. Mm -hmm. I was one of the first web developers here in Houston where I live. And I just had no idea that I had this entrepreneurial bug in me, but (laughs) I did. And I really pursued it. And as an entrepreneur, we do a lot of pivoting. And so when social media first became a thing back in the MySpace days and <laughs> Friendster. Do you remember oh, Friendster? Yes, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Back yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I was really into all of that and I started teaching it. I was in the music business and so I was teaching musicians how to use these different platforms to help grow their fan base and help them sell music and all of that. So that was my start. I had an early start in social media. I've been doing this as a business uh, for social 13 years now. Wow. And, and, And when you got into it, did you anticipate, did you see the tea leaves and see where this was going to go and that this would become really the big thing that it is today? Oh, yeah, definitely. Just like back uh, in the 90s, when I saw that, you know, the whole internet and dot com thing, I just knew that was going to be big. Same with social media, I saw the power of being able to connect with massive amounts of people. Yeah. At once, you know, it was so cool. I know people laugh when we talk about MySpace, but MySpace was really pivotal for musicians. I mean, it really helped them a lot. I mean, it was almost like it was built specifically for them. And so I just saw that this would be a great way to connect people together. And uh, when things were changing over at MySpace, everybody was moving over to Facebook and Twitter and uh, these other platforms. And Twitter just felt like home to me because 140 characters was really cool being concise, having to share, you know, things be to the point with it. I like that a lot. So even with the 280 characters now, I still love Twitter. I I was about to ask, how did you feel when they made that change? Were were you on board with it? Were you, uh, I I know I was a little resistant to the idea. Yeah, I was not on board at first because I was like, wait a minute, 140 characters is what makes Twitter Twitter, right? right? right. Uh, so I was against it. But once – and also I was worried that people were going to go crazy and write these long 280-character tweets all day long. So what happened was you know, Twitter went forward with it. I think for about a day or so, people went crazy like, <laughs> oh, I could type long tweets. But then it went back to be a normal again, back to people doing 140 
ish characters and Twitter is still great. So I, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's actually nice when you have a thought and you just need that extra period or right, a couple right. of character <laughs> spaces. You know, we had to get really creative, right? Like, oh, shoot, I need one more character space. Let me go back through and see what I can abbreviate. Yeah, yeah, no, I, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. So when it comes down to it, Madeline, I mean, you've, you've been in social media for, for such a long time and you've done so many amazing things and you've pivoted a lot. What would you say if you had to distill it? What is your big purpose? What is your big why? Well, my big why has always been from day one is helping people. I just want to help people. You know, I get, I gather a lot of knowledge. So I just want to turn around and share that with people. So that's been my biggest why is just being there to help and, and share insights, be supportive, be a connector. That That's always been my why. I love it. Absolutely love it. So Madeline, I mean, as we're speaking today, I mean, we're Creeping towards the end of 2018, what would you say is the biggest challenge you face today in achieving that big why? I think my biggest challenge is time management. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've always had a challenge with. Time management is not easy. You know, I've always juggled a lot of things. Uh, Even right now, I mean, I have two podcasts. I have two two Twitter chats that I run. (laughs) I I have a variety of clients that I help uh, with their social media and I do coaching consulting and I run online programs. There's always something I'm running or launching or doing. So time management is, is a really integral part of that. And, and I have to admit that it's not always easy. And people will say to me, gosh, Madeline, do you ever sleep? Like all you do (laughs) is just put out content. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, no, I do rest. I do get my sleep, but I, I just, I'm trying to be better with time management because it's hard to juggle it all. Yeah, that's for sure. No, I, I understand. So Madeline, would you say this is something that's been a recent issue or has it been a kind of an ongoing uh, uh, obstacle that you've been, you've been facing throughout your career? It's been ongoing and I've tried a variety of things. I've tried so many different apps. Um, my favorite has been the Pomodoro method Mm. where you do 25 minutes, you know, doing your thing and then you take a five minute break. Uh, that's, that's been a good one. Um, I even bought like, you know, like the hourglass, you know, with the sand in it. I even thought, well, you know, I'm very visual. I thought, well, why don't I get me like an hourglass? But I got one that's actually 30 minutes and I thought, let me try that. So maybe if I see that visual that that will kind of help. Uh, but you know, it just, it boils down to just, you know, focusing on what's important, what's in front of you that needs to get done. I think we're in a day and age where we have so many interruptions. Yes. I think there's just social media is great, but, you know, we're always checking to see what is the latest Instagram post or Instagram right. story that somebody put out in a tweet and a Facebook post. It gets to be a little too much and we need to shut it off at times. And so I'm just as guilty as the next person. It's hard just shut it off. Well, that actually leads me into my next question. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about the Pomodoro method. I mean, you're not the first guest who has shared it. And I want you to share exactly what it does for you to have the block of time where you're really focused for 25 minutes, but then you take that five minute break. Yeah, it is really helpful because, you know, what you need to do is focus. You need to focus on one task. 
And it's too easy to get bombarded with other things that we need to do. We just got to shut it all out and just focus on that one thing. And by using the Pomodoro method, you know, it's basically a timer that says, okay, focus, 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 and then take a small break and then focus, 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 take a small break. And I think it's a good strategy. I know it's not for everyone. And I think it's good to experiment and find what works for you. And this is one that, that I, I found has worked really well for me. Oh, that's great. And uh, how was, how did the hourglass work out for you? Uh, you know, the jury's still out on that one. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty recent. The problem I've had is that I'll, I'll you know, start the hourglass and I'm putting it too far out of my eyesight. Uh, and so I'm not really noticing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm focused on my computer screen and it's like, well, wait a minute, I, I got to find better placement for it. So I'm still experimenting, but I like having that visual. It's kind of yeah. cool. Just I'm, seeing the sand go through and go, it's very oh, calming too, so isn't it? Just, to, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. I like that too. So what are some other things that as we're getting nearer to the end of the year and looking ahead to 2019. What are some other things that you're focusing on to help you manage your time better? Well, you know, now is a good time to start planning for the next year. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people wait until the year's already upon them and go, okay, what do I need to work mm -hmm. on for this year? And I like to start working on it now because, you know, as we're at, you know, coming to the end of the year, I think November is really the best month to start planning your next year. Wow. And so I'll start jotting things down. Like, what are the things I want to accomplish? What are the things I haven't, you know, like what projects have I not finished or, you know, were, were on my list for this year, but I didn't complete. And so I want to start mapping that out for 2019 in this case and start, you know, really getting a good idea, get a really good grasp for what's going to be ahead in the new year. I love it. Great, great share. And moving forward, listeners, start that planning now. And you've heard it from Madeline. Well, Madeline, are you ready for the Knowledge Burst session? Sure. Let's right. do it. Excited to have you on the show. And I'm going to tweak this just a little bit. So as we're in that last stretch of 2018, and I, I, you know, as I'm following you on Twitter, you've been talking about some of the changes that have been made to Facebook marketing. So share one big change to Facebook marketing that entrepreneurs and marketers should be aware of and how to make the most of that, especially as we're heading into 2019. Well, I really feel that live streaming on Facebook is is where everybody should focus on. You know, it's been around for a little while, but I just haven't seen enough people really embrace it. I've seen the marketers using it, yeah. but I feel like this is something that no matter what business you're in, no matter what it is you do, this is a great strategy for getting seen, getting heard, and just getting your name out there. So Facebook Live, we all have it available, whether it's, you know, desktop, on our phones, we all have the ability to access this. We can do it on our personal profile. We can do it on our business page. We can do it in groups. So I definitely recommend taking that plunge and doing this. I've been all in on doing these Facebook lives for several years now, and it's really up my game. I mean, people catch it. They see it. They know what I'm doing, what's going on with me. It helps elevate my level of influence in the social media marketing world. So it's, it's really helped a lot. So I think this is something everyone should take 
a, a good hard look at I for the new it. year. Great, great share. Madeline, as someone who has been immersed in Twitter for a long time, as someone who hosts two tweet chats, what would you say if you want to share with uh, our listeners out there a favorite Twitter hack or best practice that has really, really let you maximize the ROI on the platform? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Um, but I will share a really good one. And it's also like what, what I was talking about before video, you know, video is hot video yes. is the thing to be doing. So I started a thing last year, I called it video reply day, I just came up with a hashtag. Huh. But what video reply day is really is I'm just trying to get people in the habit of replying to tweets with a video. So, you know, we get, we go through our Twitter notifications and we see, you know, who's, who's reaching out to us or who's replying to one of our tweets. The next time you go through your notifications and you hit that reply button, send a message back, but with a video, you can do it on your phone. This is just for mobile only. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not available on desktop right now, but on your phone in, you gotta be in the Twitter mobile app. Just turn on the camera, point it at you, and and say something back. You will be amazed at the results you get. People will remember that. You know, when we're just tweeting with people, it's not always memorable. But right, when they right. get that video from you, I've had people say to me, Madeline, I remember that first time I got a tweet from you you sent me a video and in, you know, it stays with them, yeah. you know, it really stays with them and it makes an impression. And what's great about video, it is real, as transparent, as raw as you. Yes. And, and yes. this is not edited. This is not fancy. We're now coming into an age where real video is the thing. It's not produced. It's not it's editing. Not polished, it's not. Yeah. Slick. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Those days are gone. People just want the realness. And so that's what's so great about doing video replies is that, you know, when when we're just connecting with people and talking to them, we can do it in a video. You know, we do this on Instagram all the time. We do Instagram yep. stories and we're we're all starting to do more of the DMs and we can do video. We can reply to someone in a DM now. And of course there's Snapchat and that's all about video. We don't think about doing video in Twitter. So I'm mm. trying to change everyone's perception about Twitter just being text only. We can actually do video in there too. So that's that's really been uh, something that has turned around my business completely. Wow. Doing these little video responses with people, they're they're completely blown away. I love it. That is a great, great share. Madeline, I'm excited to ask you. So what is one small step or choice you're making today to move forward? Oh, I love this question. Um, one of the things that I do every year at the beginning of the year is I pick one word and I make that my word for the year. And I love doing this. So this year, my word has been purposeful. Ah, love it. And isn't that a great word? That is a great so word. So every day I try to think, what can I do today that makes me purposeful? What, what am I doing right now that's purposeful? So I really try to live by that. It's not always easy, but that has been really a great game changer for this year. And so that's just, that word is so powerful. I love it. When do you start thinking about the word for, for next year? So do you do that on New Year's or do you do, do, you do that leading up to the end of the year? I'm, I'm curious about that because picking one word for the year, I think is such an interesting idea. 
Yeah, I I really start thinking about it now. I mean, November into December is when I really start thinking about what do I want my one word? And it needs to be a power word. Uh, In previous years, I've used conquer. 2015, Mm. you'll like this. This was really an an interesting, interesting thing that I did. I made a major pivot. I wanted to get out of the music business and just get more widely known for social media marketing. I already was top social media in the music business, but I just wanted to be just one of one of the more well-known in business in general. And so I made 2015, that, that was the year I did the pivot. I made my one word conquer. I just felt like that's my power word. That's wow. uh, every day I'm going to focus on conquering and get known. And it completely worked. I mean, I really got myself known very quickly. Uh, and I felt like that word really helped me get there. And then the next year I picked the word collaborate and I was wanting to spend, spend more time collaborating with people. And I really focused on that and I, I accomplished it. I, I collaborated with so many amazing people that year. So and then 2017, last year, it was accountability. And that's oh, also a that's good great. word. That's a great I, word. Yeah. 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 So I know it's like I've had all these great words. And it's like, oh, gosh, what's my word going to be for next year? <laughs> I'm going to have to you, start do, thinking. Do you put them on a board like all the different years for the different words that you've had? I should. You know, that's such a great idea. Well, you, you'll laugh. I, I have a post-it note with all of them on it. So oh, that's great. <laughs> I, I have a post-it on – I'll have to take a picture and send it to you. I have yeah, a post-it definitely. On my computer, you know, hanging at the bottom of my iMac, where it, and I started it in 2015 with Conquer. So I've got that. It was funny because you know I have a post-it from that year. I wrote Conquer, and I, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna keep that post-it here. And then the, it's a three by it's a three by three inch, so it's a little bit bigger than the small post-it. And uh, and then, you know, underneath it, I wrote collaborate. And you know, I just have them all on there, and it's been really great since I'm visual. As I mentioned before, I can see this post it every day and it just really hits me like, you know, this is my thing. This is what I'm trying to accomplish this year. And it really works. Yeah. It really, really works. I I think that's a practice I may actually have to adopt. And Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Madeline, ready to do a little time travel? Sure. All right. As we're thinking about 2019, let's think a little further ahead. We're going to step into a time machine. We're going to program it for five years from today, 2023. Tell me who Madeline is. Oh, gosh. I think Madeline is going to uh, continue teaching marketers how to achieve rock star results like I do today, but on an even bigger scale. I mean, my goal is to reach tens of thousands of marketers, if not 100,000. So that is my goal is to reach as many marketers as possible, helping them really achieve great results with their business. I love it. And I'm going to actually ask a bonus question. So reading the tea leaves, where do you think social media will be in 2023? I really think it's going to continue to move in the direction of video. So uh, Facebook has said many times uh, now that 
they're going to turn into a video platform. And, and I really believe this. I think if we look today at what all the social media platforms, they all have a video component now, all of them. They all have live streaming video. Yeah. So I really feel like as the years progress, it's just going to become more video and less text and static. Yeah. You know, it's going to be just more visual. I think that's really, really great insight for our listeners. Well, Madeline, how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all the fantastic work that you're doing? Well, John, uh, best ways to get in touch is through my website, MadelineSklar.com and Twitter, because, you know, that is like my home away from home. And so at Madeline Sklar, you can always reach out to me there. I respond to everyone who sends me a tweet and who knows it, you know, you might get a video reply from me. Yeah. If you mentioned that you heard me on this podcast, I will definitely send you a video. Awesome. And I'll challenge our moving forward listeners to reach out to you with video since you shared such great tips with our listeners today. Well, Madeline close out the show. What parting wisdom would you like to share with our moving forward listeners? Well, you know, I, there's so many different mottos that, that I truly live by. One of my favorites is work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I try to incorporate that into everything I do, but I actually have a, a motto tattooed on my arm that, that really is the thing that has gotten me to where I'm at today. And that is just do it. Uh, and I know a lot of people say, oh, it's so easy to say, just do it. But really, it is a matter of like just yeah. doing the thing you want to do. You shouldn't let anything hold you back. I, I, in addition to all the Twitter stuff I do, I also help women conquer their fear of doing video, oh, especially great. live video. That's and what I find, John, is that what holds them back is pressing that button. Yeah. It's really as simple as just do it. Just, just tap that, that button. button, be bold, be brave, and just do it because what's the worst thing that will happen? You have more benefit to get out of doing it. So just do it. That's I, my I love thing. It. I, I, I love it coming from you even more so than Nike. So it's <laughs> such a great, <laughs> great way to close out the show. Madeline, I want to thank you so much. I know you've got a super busy schedule. You're managing and juggling so many things, but I want to thank you so much for taking time out of that schedule to join us today to share your incredible story and some really powerful knowledge bursts so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you so much, Madeline. Thank you, John. Thank you to all the listeners. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. One more time, check it out, bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at Be Moving Forward. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.